Coming up on The Bridge Round, Nora Jones, CEO and co-founder of Jelly, joins the show to talk about Nora's experience at industry leaders like Jet, Netflix, and Slack, how those experiences led her to founding her company, Jelly. We define what chaos engineering is and the ability of quantifying the impact of burnout in an always-on economy, as well as talking about the intersection of this in HR, what is incident management and the human side specifically of incident management. And then we rounded out talking about mergers and acquisitions. Nora's company, Jelly, was recently acquired by PagerDuty, so Nora talks about the experience of selling her baby, Jelly, to PagerDuty, the process that she went through, when to bring in outside help, all the details around M&A. That's a great episode. Appreciate Nora's team jumping on. Uh, and again, congratulations on the acquisition. All right, let's get into the show. See them dollar signs, assassin state of mind, assassin state of mind, hustle, grind. See them dollar signs way above the bottom line, assassin state of mind, hustle, grind. See them dollar signs, assassin state of mind, assassin state of mind, hustle, grind. See them dollar signs way above the bottom line, assassin state of mind. They say money over everything, everything, Asian again. For a wedding ring, salary, startups, crypto, stock exchange. Appreciate every penny. I can change. One phone call and your life can change. What's your love language? What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. It's your host, Justin Vandehey, here at the Bridge Round, where every week we have exceptional founders on the show talking about their journeys, building their ventures, taking them from zero to one. This week on the show, we've got a great founder in. She is the CEO and co founder of Jelly a platform that allows users to respond to manage analyze incidents in order to build more resilient infrastructure and teams i think i can say now part of pager duty right now part of pager yeah. duty yep nora jones welcome in to the bridge round yeah thank you so much for having me justin i'd love to maybe just start with a little bit more about your background and i we always open up with a founding story beyond jelly yeah totally so yeah happy to share so I've been an engineer my whole career, but I've been an engineer primarily focused on like risk and systemic risk and quality and reliability. And so I've kind of been in incidents my whole career. I worked at a company called Alarm.com. I was there when they IPO'd. And then I went to a startup called Jet and did some site reliability and productivity there and saw them get acquired by Walmart. I went to Netflix and ended up doing chaos engineering there. And that was where I really started getting the seeds for the idea of Jelly, where I saw so much of the tech industry really focused on the technical side of what makes an incident happen or what makes something go wrong. Like, and when I say incident, I mean, you know, your website going down or your customers not being able to use your product in some way. I was always building systems to help make sure that stuff like that didn't happen or minimize the impact. And what I really saw was there wasn't like a huge focus on the human side of things. And I saw it as a really big need because there are so much human elements in place of incidents, like how people interact with each other, how things get communicated, how you pull different people into situations. And so that's really where the seeds of jelly started forming is I wanted to marry the technical with the human side. And I worked at Slack for a little bit after that, where I really got to see 
how folks used Slack in chat systems and incidents. And then after that, founded Jelly back in August 2019. So running a startup in itself is pretty chaotic. And so I was curious about that intersection of managing chaos in a chaos management (laughs) capacity. So chaos engineering is a bit different than incident management. Chaos engineering is like about proactively experimenting on systems to create Mm. turbulent conditions to see how you might react to incidents. And then incident management is like about, it it encompasses chaos engineering in a way, but it's also about retrospecting on what happened so that you can feed it back into the system to make sure in the future you either respond better to it or you're alleviating some of the issues. But yeah, running a startup is chaotic in itself, and we wanted to walk the talk. And so we really retroed everything, like every incident, every unexpected situation, we were always talking about it. And a lot of like what our product does, what Jelly does, is it provides a mechanism for people to have a conversation around that bad thing that may have happened. So incidents are always surprises for the most part. You know, no one wants an incident to happen. No one's predicting it to happen. And so it can be like emotionally draining. And the last thing you want to do after spending so much time resolving it is talk about it more. You might be upset. There might be people upset, but it's really important to have those conversations because they help you get better in the future, not just with your incidents, but like with your product development, with any cross-team collaboration and communication. And so we really had to walk the talk with that. And I think that was a challenge in its own, was making sure we were really good at that too, even in the midst of, like you said, startup startup chaos. It was making sure we actually took time to retrospect on unexpected things that were happening and use our product to do it. Yeah, it's interesting. I heard your interview. It was a great interview that you did on the human behavioral side of that. If you could share your perspective on both how that showed up in Jelly, and it's something that's near and dear to my heart in industry, because I'm in the HR tech, I'm in sort of performance management and people development. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just how you see the human behavioral aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're living in a world that's always on, but we also all somewhat have nine to fives, but a lot of us are always on making sure that that world can always stay on making sure you can watch your Netflix and do other things. But What I've seen in every organization I've worked in is that always on world has a real impact on the humans. And I've seen engineers, I've seen support staff completely burn out uh, and leave an organization abruptly because they're so burnt out from getting paged at three in the morning, from working on these systems all the time. And so I wondered if there was a way that we could proactively manage this and allow some more support to like the critical systems in recognizing it in a business capacity so that it proactively given to leadership so that they can make decisions based off of it. And that's where a lot of the human aspect of Jelly comes in. We have a product called Learning Center, where you can see all the humans that are participating in fixing incidents. And you can really see where they're impacting things. So you can see if someone has expertise in this part of the system, based on how much they get brought in into these incidents, if they're getting added to Slack channels, things like that. It sounds like I know a lot of the incident management is around supporting your your technical teams and staff. But even as we were like rounding out the year here on the go to market side, I felt like 
there were a lot of salespeople trying to close out the quarter. And there's a really interesting intersection, I guess, between balancing things like burnout and output. And I'm sure Jelly is right at the middle of that, which has got to be super fascinating. Yeah, totally. And it's like, you know, it it helps you understand a bunch of different things that I think help in the HR world too. Like, I do think there's a big overlap between that. You know, I worked at one organization a long time ago where the company was about to have like a liquidity event. And so, and the company had been around for a while and the CTO at that point was expecting a bunch of engineers to leave as soon as the liquidity event happened. And he asked me like, how in trouble are we going to be if certain people leave. And so I was like, huh, how can I figure this out automatically? And I would I went through and I looked at where they would get added into incident channels based on their specific expertise so that we could spread out some of that expertise more and not have some of that single point of failure as well. And having proactive things like that done actually helps build up your entire system too. So it's again not just one person you're relying on for everything, but you're building up a system around them. So alluded to this in the intro, but major congratulations on the acquisition by PagerDuty. That's a phenomenal company. So as much as you're comfortable sharing, we, you know, in this podcast, we talk a lot about getting concepts from zero to one. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of interest around M&A and fundraising. So as much as you're comfortable sharing, like how did the opportunity to join PagerDuty come about? And mostly, you know, how did you know it was the right time to sell your baby off? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, I've worked in, like I mentioned, I've worked in incidents my whole career. And so I've actually been a PagerDuty user my entire career as well. And so PagerDuty was actually one of the first products Jelly integrated with. Like I mentioned, I really wanted to marry the technical with the human aspect and PagerDuty focused a lot on the technical aspect. And so I thought an integration between the two, it just made total sense to me. Like we built that integration before we even had customers. And so over time, you know, I it started like the partnership started making more sense. And it just felt, again, it felt like it made sense. Like it felt like, oh, this is actually going to really escalate the Jelly product, but also the PagerDuty product to create something that's really beneficial for the market right now. So it sounds like the, the point of integration, there was really good strategic alignment as far as the actual process, you know, how is how is your experience working through the negotiation phases? And did you bring in outside help to help with the transaction? Like, would you advise bringing on a banker or anybody like that that can help assist with the, the deal? I think it's like, it's really a case by case basis on who you want to bring in. I do think it's important to have like trusted folks that are advising you. I had really great investors um like bold start has been with jelly since day one and so they were really really helpful to lean on during the acquisition process and just i also had a couple friends that had gone through acquisitions before and so i think having some of that network through the process is really helpful in terms of making sure you're setting yourself and your company and your employees up for success it was my first time going through it and i i would definitely recommend to founders that haven't done it before to make sure they they do some some prep work around it and know what they want. I think is like a that's a big yeah. piece of advice too is know know what you want, you know, before going into conversations. That's really good advice. So how are you feeling now that it's done? Yeah, I feel good. I mean, I feel very proud of the team. I we had a small team and we really accomplished a lot with a small team. I think 
a lot of our product, because we retrospect so much, it actually enabled us to do a lot with a lean team. And I think we see that with our customers too. They're able to utilize their people more effectively. And I, I'm just like, I, I feel really proud of what the team did. I think we, yeah, it, it feels good. And it feels good to keep working with them at a company that is, is building this future and being able to participate in it. So you mentioned this earlier, startups are chaotic. It's hard. I myself made at least a million mistakes in my yeah. first go at it here. What was one mistake that Nora Jones made as a first time founder? And what did you take away from that experience? I, I think I should have trusted my gut more a lot in the beginning. I think, you know, and it's, it's hard because it was my first time being a founder. I had been at all sorts of companies as an employee. And so there's a lot of unlearning going on. And so I think it's harder to trust your gut because you haven't developed it yet. But I think almost all the times I, I didn't trust my gut along the way, I think my gut was right. And so having the confidence, like even if you haven't built a company before, like you're building it for a reason, right? You know what you want to accomplish better than anyone else. So honing what you can to believe in that gut instinct and bringing others through the process is what I would do more of for sure next time. Do you think you'll do it again? I don't know. Yeah, I, I said that it like kind of came out of my mouth easily. But you know, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to it. I really, really enjoy early stage companies. But I'm really also enjoying what we're doing with PagerDuty. And I don't think we're anywhere close to done yet. Yeah, I had Tracy Young on uh, she, you know, she co founded PlanGrid. And then she's working on TigerEye now. And we were talking about second time founder syndrome. And you know how hard it is. So now <laughs> you're a little anxious about actually going out and trying to do it again because you're like shit that was really hard yeah so yeah anyway i read something the other day it was someone tweeted this but it was like you know the best founders don't have a next company in mind because they're so focused and it resonates because it was like so laser focused on on jelly and making it successful and now i'm very focused on escalating pager duty and making it successful within pager duty i know we're coming to the end of the time here so I wanted to give you some space just to say what's so what is next for the jelly team as part of page your duty? And then was there anything else that, that you wanted to plug? Yeah, no, it's a great question. So we're continuing to build within pager duty. And like I mentioned, we've been integrated with pager duty since day one. And so I think customers will only see that integration get deeper and better. And there's like a lot of really exciting stuff in store. So I would definitely watch the space. Day one of acquisition, we started working on stuff together with them. So there's there's definitely a lot of really, really cool stuff coming out. And um, yeah, I think myself and the team is is very excited. And it's nice to work with other folks in the incident space that are also thinking really big picture here. Well, again, Nora, major congratulations to you and the team. Just uh, awesome journey. And thank you for coming on the show to, to share that experience with everybody here and have to have you back on the show in, in not too long. Yeah, thanks for having me, Justin. All right, that is a wrap. Again, shout out to Nora Jones and the entire Jelly team. Congratulations on the acquisition. And again, a major congratulations to the PagerDuty team. It feels like a perfect match for where they're headed. And just really excited to see where they take the acquisition and how they build the Jelly product into PagerDuty's offering. So this week on the show... We've got another exciting interview with a founder that recently closed out their Series A to help re-envision how companies manage their financial data. So this is a uh, company in the fintech space 
B2B SaaS founder that recently raised their Series A from Bain Capital Ventures. Going to talk about that experience. You're going to want to tune into that. We've got a couple of really good interviews coming up here in 2024. Uh, so again, appreciate everyone that tunes in every week. If you love the show, I'd love to hear from you too. If you have ideas for guests or categories or things you want to talk about, please email me, justin at thebridgeround.com with ideas uh, or guests that you think would be interesting to hear from. But I appreciate everyone that tunes in every week. Keep hustling. Keep grinding. Keep getting that money. Grind. See them dollar signs. Hustle. Grind. Reciprocal.